Hello. Welcome, people of the dice. <laughs> I don't know why Jason's voice is coming out right now. I like it. Uh, uh, I you can, you am Rorik. whole session in that voice. That should be your... <laughs> the whole session. I am Rorik, and this is Asher, who is uh, played by Jason, and this is Tanzanite, who is played by Jess. And that, that you're sitting down just now, is Trixie, played by Larissa. And I am giving up on the accent now because I just will start giggling in like all 10 <laughs> seconds. We're a group of storytellers playing a nerdy game using chance and our imagination to spread rules and structure to Atland. It's a world of our own mating. Ma- mating. <laughs> That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to take over, Dr. Ruth. You gave up and moved on. We're going to be next in line for the... Mm, never mind. Uh, Atland exists on a version of... Earth, thousands of, I would be the worst for that. Years of, <laughs> into the future, a planet left vulnerable by science and infected with magic. This is a world far different from the one you know today because continents have shifted, cities have arisen, and new creatures and peoples of varied origin dot the wondrous landscapes. Thank you for coming with us as we explore it together. You're very excited today. I may have had to drink a lot of caffeine to make today happen. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I drink a lot of caffeine to make every day happen. So <laughs> this is my this is this is my caffeinated state. Totally. Really quick. Hello, Andy Fan. Uh, does anybody have any announcements for today? We are going to do our merch announcement, but I feel like we've kind of just like troughed into the little blissful land where nobody has a bajillion things going on right now, right? Correct. We can skip our for this week, I think. Well, um, for Stonewall, like there's nothing super pressing right now. Okay, great. So we do have merch. Uh, you can check that out uh, somewhere. Somehow it'll be in the somewheres. Beautiful shirt. That shirt. It is absolutely. You can find it in the show notes. And I am taking us through an abbreviated intro session today so that we can hot belly into Trixie's doom in the underdark um, <laughs> by. <laughs> <laughs> by jumping straight to word of the day. Oh. Jess is 100% ready for this, right? So ready. Legit. Word of the day. Word of the day. There, I, I bought you like three seconds. <laughs> word of the day is... Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> A word used to put space between other words so that you can avoid saying words. Um. <laughs> word of the day is um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I think we're just moving on because I think everybody gets inspiration off the bat because you all say um, just having listened to the audio a few um, hundred times. So go ahead and take like, that D4 of inspiration now. You'll uh, need it. If the uh, if the word of the day was like, we'll also uh, we'll all <laughs> well, that's the next week's podcast. <laughs> Jess is going to be in the same state. Um, okay, so we are skipping our commercial for the day, and I will be doing the recap because we are just going to move this a little bit long. See if we can tighten up our form. <laughs> it's very kind of you, Rick. Thank you. <laughs> well. I also had the joy of really thinking about it ahead of time this time. So I'm going to maybe I might just say to y'all, if you don't have a happy story version, you don't get to roll because I'm really liking how I had time to write this up. 
So last oh, okay. time, and then I'll play the little interlude music between. Last time, the timeless trio consisting of Asher, Tanzanite, and Trixie were sent on a dangerous mission. Well, they kind of took it on themselves to defeat Tanzanite's mom, a drider queen and her minions, her offspring, Tanzanite's siblings. It was a perilous battle, but with their wit and bravery, they emerged victorious. After the battle, they celebrated by sharing stories and laughter. <clears throat> uh, no, not so much. Although, Trixie did find out that her new little draconid friend could be quite helpful in battle. As they continued their investigation, they stumbled upon some of the suspicious spider activities. They suspected the spiders might be putting together some sort of dark web of magic, which could have devastating consequences for the realm. During these investigations, they may have encountered a being known as the Keeper, a quirky, good-willed god aspirant who is trying to help them in their own unique way. You can't help but chuckle at the humorous antics of the Keeper. As they delved deeper into various investigations, they found that the past was returning to haunt them as they realized the past events were playing into the magics and evil that were currently being experienced. From the people who had been with them as young individuals getting blessed by the mayor, which the trio had pieced out on, to the explosive stuff that makes big kabooms and changes time. Despite the danger, the timeless trio remained steadfast and determined to protect the realm. The ending adventures took an unexpected turn when Trixie got a little bit lost in the treacherous and deadly Underdark, maybe. We don't know for sure yet. Asher and Tanzanite know that they have to find her pretty quickly. And, you know, they're also kind of discussing rental agreements in the deepest, darkest, awfulest place they've ever been. In the end, we're sure that the Timeless Trio will emerge victorious once again with the help of their quirky little dragon friend and the Keeper's offbeat wisdom. We know their work is never done, but with each other's support and laughter, they'll be ready to face whatever challenges lie ahead. So who wants to start first? A rental agreement in a creepy, mostly destroyed space? Or um, Spelunker investigating the deep, dark depths beyond all compare? Real quick, my favorite episode name ever was Bunker Spelunkers. <laughs> oh. I was, I'm so was proud of one. that one. <laughs> um, we can start. Jess, you want to start? Sure. And tonight, and Asher share a passionate kiss. No, just kidding. Um, <clears throat> Roll for surprise. <laughs> Roll for lack of consent. Oops, no. Um, Roll for was, breaking okay. ground that's zero. That, that's, okay. what, that's what that would be if I just busted that out. Um, no. Uh, 
so yeah, Asher will be like this space. Um, we should keep an eye on it because uh, it could be reused by someone else. I think maybe you're Asher trying not to say the word cult. I think maybe your followers should um, occupy it. Mm, that's a great idea. I know they're always looking for like cool temple spaces for you, so this might be <laughs> a good option. As long as they promise not to like mutate people into spiders in that creepy room that we blew up. Yes. Okay. Uh, where did Trixie go? Oh, uh. Trixie? Hello? The cave echoes back to you. Your voice reverberating around. Hello, hello, hello. I don't know why my voice echo sounds like that. Hello, hello, hello. Sounds like that, sounds like that, sounds like that. Trixie tripped and hit a helium deposit and <laughs> um maybe we should find her she was looking at tracks or something like uh well let's start there okay i'm gonna try to find the tra tracks that trixie the tracks that trixie found is definitely not a hard thing to say <laughs> the tracks that trixie traipsed along with Roll a, roll a survival check with disadvantage. That required me to have my character sheet open because it seems like I probably should do that. So I can call it right now. I got it here. If you trust me. <laughs> That's good because my uh, Indian Beyond will not load. That's a problem. Uh, I rolled a five plus whatever my survival is, if you have it up. Yeah, with a seven, you have no idea <laughs> where she went. I have no idea where she went. I don't know if you want to take a look. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, I am going to just start kind of like walking in a large circle, trying to remember the like... Where would she have? Where, where she would have gone? Okay, so Tanzanite, as you kind of spiral out through this cavernous complex of different uh, spaces, you do have dark vision, but it's still a little rough. The DC has changed because somebody else was not successful. Go ahead and roll that survival check. Okay, survival. Ooh. 23. You just beat it because I had set the <gasps> DC at 19 and then I upped it by what I just rolled, which was a natural one. Because <laughs> I was going to make it terrible if it had rolled high. <laughs> so you just make it. You, as, as you're kind of like peering through the dark shadows of the space and everything, you catch sight of what Asher had missed just in the darkest of the dark corners here. A set of footprints that are vaguely squirrel boot shaped. And as you two begin to progress and speak with one another and, and 
work together to collaborate in this path forward. You, <laughs> hi. Oh man, she hit him. We can still hear you. <laughs> My branding elements are all showing. Uh, <laughs> as you move forward in that way, uh, Trixie, yeah. you're deeper in the dark. It's oh quiet goodness. here. Because <laughs> it's not quiet here. Stop it. <laughs> um, well, that's... I'm going to... Just so it's like completely silent. Uncomfortably so. Okay. Um, and the, uh, the last I remember, I was looking at cloven hoof tracks... Overlaying that were overlaid minor boots mm-hmm. um and like how kind of have those developed as i follow along go ahead and let's just roll a fresh survival check i'm getting everybody to roll survival as their first roll of the night this is great nothing like some consistent consistent con- can't even say that word <laughs> uh 23 that's a good roll it's a really great role. And <laughs> you notice is there seems to be a moment where the cloven hooved feet like really dug in a nice impression pointing in a direction. Like almost like they're trying to guide someone who's following them. But there are no more cloven footprints after that. And instead, there's just the very faint demarcations of the miner's boots. Huh. And there's like no like sign of a struggle or roll like, an investigation check. All the rolls. Eleven plus one. That's just a twelve. No sign that you can see. Uh a struggle should be fairly apparent, especially with your goggles. So the DC for that wasn't terribly high, but you're just not sure what happened. No struggle here. But that one impression of that glass cloven hoof print, gosh, they hadn't dug in that deeply before, but this is a really deep impression. In fact, glancing more closely at it, the... The stone where that last print is almost seems to be a little melted, like something was trying to make sure, absolutely certain, that it was seen. Okay. Um, I'm going to look, like, around the rest of the cave to see if there's, like, anything besides like the boot tracks whether it be like scrapes on the wall or anything on the ceiling just look for any other signs besides the the minor tracks you look and you search the walls you you search the other spaces it looks like a natural cave this cave looks like it was definitely carved out by the miners though this is not a natural section
<laughs> I saw that. <laughs> um, okay. Um, hmm. I'm trying to figure out. Sorry. Um, hmm. All right. I guess I'm just going to keep following the tracks. It doesn't really seem great. Like much else to <laughs> What's your passive perception? 19. You still don't hear natural <laughs> cave noises. Okay. But what you do hear eventually as you trek deeper and deeper, and it's a, a, a bit getting down here. It's not so much time that you feel like you have to turn back and check in with your friends, but it's just like you suddenly hear. <sighs> Someone breathing kind of wispily and almost painfully. Okay. Um can can I tell can I tell at least like it's just from up ahead? I guess I'm trying to figure out if like is the cave branching out or is this just from up ahead? It is I would say with your last checks or anything and your passive perception, you know that it's up ahead. Okay. Um, I guess I would like to slow down and just kind of uh, not sneak up, but I would like to be quiet so that I can at least like observe, kind of like scout. Well, a stealth check just to get the sense of this, that you're you're not trying to be hidden and invisible. You're just trying to be wisely quiet. cautious. Yeah. Um, that's actually a really good roll too. Uh, 24. Yeah, as you approach you get close enough to make out that there's a lot more webbing here. And there seems to be peeking around a bend in the cave cocoons. Okay. Um, Go ahead and roll an intelligence or a history check, whichever one you prefer. Uh, this is more remembering things from earlier because it's been a couple of weeks. <laughs> Same modifier. <laughs> Six. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Life is rough. When you're <laughs> the cave is nice and cool, at least. Yes. It was a little toasty up in Canyon, a little proper, especially when the sun reflected off the one wall onto the other wall and kind of heated it up and, huh, yeah, nice and cool. <laughs> and you continue to make out the sound of someone breathing painfully. Um, shoot, I don't think I have, yeah. Um, I do have a friendly little... Strange creature still wrapped around your neck, cozying in and burrowing its face into the maybe a little bit ticklish spot that it probably shouldn't <laughs> do, but there's also something very endearing about it. So maybe you're letting it go. Um, I'm just going to like absentmindedly kind of like pet along its spine. If I can like find it. 
tiny purring dragon. Um, As I'm you just... do kind of brush motion, it perks up and eyes open wide, and you see these bright green eyes on the otherwise dark scales. But here in this moment, in this place, you're like, dark scales, but is that a hint of red? Mm. And he's just such a dark red that they... My... Huh. You're a red squirrel. <laughs> is the color coordinated little creature? <laughs> um. <sighs> All right, I'm going to continue forward. Um just trying to like pinpoint the sound, but also like keeping an eye on the cocoons. And trying really hard not to step on the webs. Go ahead and roll a perception check as you are tiptoeing through the tulips here. Uh, Dirty 20. Awesome. You walk in (laughs) so carefully, your body moving with your monk grace, stepping around and over and under. And you make out one of the cocoons is moving in time with the breaths that you've heard. Okay. I'm going to make my way over to it and double check that I still have. Okay. Um, I think I still have. Yeah. Um, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, no, no. Is that? Oh no, oh no, oh no. You hear it from within the cocoon. Oh, from within the cocoon. Okay. Um oh no 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 and I'm just going to go what I'm here to help they 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 you hear that this whispered they just left okay then they won't be back for a while they they ate fred then there's nothing we can do for Fred, and we're just gonna have to. Are you? Can you get me? I'm gonna take my dagger, and I'm gonna start trying to slice. Yeah, as you slice through that bit of webbing, uh, go ahead and just roll an attack, just so we can see, you know, how long it takes you to to kind of free this person. Uh, I guess that's a 21. Yeah, um, you. it takes very little time for you. That Your knives are sharp. Your daggers, you have plenty of them. You just pop one of those suckers out, the sharpest one you have, and the cocoon falls. I'm going to do a, a, a medicine check on the person inside. Um, from the outside of the webbing, it is difficult to assess, but they are breathing. They are following your request to be quiet. Um, And nothing smells untoward. Okay, I'm going to um, just kind of like, I'm going to hold my hand out to help them up. And then as I do that, I'm going to like put both hands on them and I'm going to use. You're going to use. (laughs) (laughs) That is the new monk skill. (laughs) 
I'm going to use two key points to try and um, heal them. Or rather, I, see, and I can't tell if they're poisoned or not. Um, um, that You could open them up so you could see them. Oh, I didn't realize they weren't. I you thought cut them I down. Oh, I thought I, I would. I meant to cut like through the cocoon. Oh, you're cutting through the cocoon. Yeah. Uh, then I need you to roll a dexterity check to make sure you're doing it <laughs> successfully. So you can Dex be sleight of hand if you want to make a case for it. But Dex check. Just, you know, slicing a knife near uh, somebody's body. I know. Um, straight dex, that would be unnatural 20. Natural 20? Unnatural 20. Unnatural. Oh, it's like a natural 20? It flails open with a beautiful... No. With an unnatural 20, yes, you peel it open. It falls open. You do You do not appear to have nicked them. Um, and you see a smaller individual, but clearly older. Uh, um, you, you, from your knowledge of Overton and history, like, this is probably somebody who used to work down in the gem mines. And was probably recruited as part of the war efforts to do the mining here in Canyonville. To help. So she, part of the group who was probably pulled in to change the practices of extracting the materials that helps them build the airships. Gnarled, big nose, funny, cute little pointy ears, wizened. She looks like she's probably in her low hundreds. And as she sits there, kind of shaking a little bit, she has two little fun buns. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, oh, that, that's right. And I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, like, kind of just try to assess and figure out if she's. I'm gonna use one physician's touch for sure, or one hand of uh, healing to to give her a health boost. I'm assuming she's probably. I mean, with your prior medicine check as well as the just uh, general, um, with it being open and everything like that, you can tell that she is not poisoned, although she is brushing off the effects of that somewhat recent encounter with those lovely creatures. Mm -hmm. But um, she seems to be doing okay, just a little bit weakened and frazzled. Um, a little drained of the vigor of health, but otherwise fairly okay. Okay. Um, I, I, for the one, it's uh, 10 health points. Beautiful. Yeah, she starts to look just at your touch, very invigorated, and she kind of looks at you and goes, Oh. Ah, okay. Do you, do you know your way out of oh. here? She turns and she looks at the cocoon next to her, which at a glance you can see is vaguely animal-shaped, not humanoid-shaped. Fred. Was Fred your, your friend? Ah, oh, yes. Fred has been with me since my Underton days. You're from Underton. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, so I'm at, okay, okay, okay. I'm really sorry. We, we're going to have to mourn your friend later. You need to get out of here. Do you, do you know your way out? Yes, yes. It, it, this was not this way, but 
just a couple of days ago. This was much more, um, I don't like those things, interior decorating ideas. This was my mine. <sighs> okay, I understand, but it once or until we take care of them, you're just going to have to, it can be your mine again, but we just have to wait. Okay, so um, I'm going to kind of point her along the way that I came from mm -hmm. and just kind of give her like a, a yep. nudge, like a shove. And she totters out looking behind herself at you and then over at the animal shaped. Go, 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 go. Okay, okay. And she walks and you can hear her down the cavern way. She is probably a solid amount of time will pass, Trixie, as you're investigating this space and figuring out what's here and not here. Um, Tanzanite and Asher, you hear the clumping as you are following the path back. Tanzanite, Asher, you hear clump, 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 clump. I I would have gone and scurried next to slash behind Asher. <laughs> uh, Tanzanite, can you just really quickly roll me a stealth check? You know, one of us has plate armor and one of us doesn't. I'm just throwing that out there. Although you're still like almost stealth. dead, aren't you? <laughs> uh, up close. Stealth. Here we go. Oop, nope. Do, 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 do. In the cave. Ba, 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 ba. Okay. Five plus four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, nine. Asher, the shing, 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 shing of her armor as she tries to get into a position behind you. If, if it weren't enough that you're in a narrow passageway without many options of hiding or whatnot you are clearly given away and as that shing 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 of the of the plate is is echoed through the cavern almost in the sound of an asher-like call through the canyon <laughs> the, the cavern earlier uh, you hear the footsteps stop Little squirrel lady, is that you? Um, no, we're her friends. Who's Trixie, that? Trixie, yeah. Oh, oh, at least you're not one of... Wait, are you one of those monsters? No. They could talk to. No. You go around the corner, um, and there is this, as I described before, little messy fun buns kind of falling apart, a little dry tear track on one side of her face clumping through the cavern. And at the side of you, she goes, oh, oh, oh. and at the side of you, Tanzanite, she go, you, you can see her eyes just widen in surprise. Oh, you're, you're, you're one of theirs. No, 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 no. I, I just look like some of them. Don't, don't let, 
I know who you are very well, young lady. I know exactly who. I have seen you since you were a wee. And she put, I know. Don't let your mother anywhere near you. That woman is dangerous. Uh, I mean, uh, well, she's dead now. Yeah. Well, beautiful and one. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. Uh, I, I mean to say that that is a, a lovely circumstance for the rest of the world. Your mother was up. And she just tirades loudly. Trixie, you are able to hear. <laughs> yeah, uh, we know. We, we know. Oh, well, as long as you know, I, I'm I'm going to bring down my squad and we're going to burn the hell out of this place. Um, we burned the room where they were changing people already. Well, yeah. more fire is better fire. Um, yeah, we're going to turn that space into something more useful. Yeah. Like a cave That sounds beautiful. And I'm just going to be like we'll nodding to all this as I slowly push her forward to where we came from. You're pushing her where you came from or where she came from? You're like uh, ushering her past the, you? Back the way out. Okay. Yeah, back the way out. Uh, uh, to usher her past in her grumpiness... Go ahead and roll a um, persuasion check. Persuasion. You're not really doing it intimidatingly. Yet. Eh. Ah. Uh, Seventeen. Ka-clump, 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 ka-clump. Well, if you ever see your mother again, just let her know she's a no good nothing for nothing. Yes, yes, of course. I'm gonna say to uh tonight, I'm gonna say, you know your armor is much thicker than mine, right? Guess you need a boost. And then I'm gonna cast healing word at the third level for thirteen health. Yay. Um yeah. So eventually you you catch up. Trixie, you've been exploring this space and figuring things out, I'm guessing. Like you're not just idling by there are many tunnels that lead away from this space into deeper places and you see one of them and and, and you're you're just starting to investigate it a little bit because it has drawn your eye um just as you hear tanzanite and asher coming and the reason why this one drew your eye is because it looks like it was recently collapsed okay um and just to confirm there aren't any other cocoons it was just those two there are several other cocoons. Um, I'm going to go around. in number. Um, I'm going to methodically go and, and check each and every one of them. There's a mix, um, mostly bats, mostly um, smaller animals, um, and occasionally a humanoid, but mo- all but the uh, one that was right next to grumpy old lady was uh, pretty desiccated, dried out like they had been... Sucked dry. Yeah. Tasty treats or something else. Um, and you can see in several of them that there, there there are a few that are kind of like liquefied or there's some liquefaction going on here um, as the cocoon was meant to do what a cocoon does in a spider nest. Mm-hmm. Um... Okay, I'm going to 
So I hear I hear them coming. Mm-hmm. But can I tell it's them? Um, roll a perception check. Let's just. Um, Asher and Tanzanite, at this point, are you trying to be sly or are you trying to be very present? In a... We're just trying to catch up, I think. Okay. Yeah. You're just running to catch up? Okay, perfect. Then I have a DC for this. 17. Uh, you've been with these people for a long time. You know the clump of Tanzanite's chain mail. You know Asher's pretty quiet and sly. But you know his breathing rhythm when he's getting ready to huff out a haiku. And (laughs) you know it's them. Right. I just go, over here. Oh, Asher, this way. What? Is somebody talking? Sorry. (laughs) I can't see shit. (laughs) Asher, who has been (laughs) getting through the dark with the help of occasional glowing orbs of happiness a little bit of light here and there but otherwise has been the one the most disadvantaged in this dark complex of caverns you all make your way over there and you see Trixie standing before cocoons opened all over the place but um, various components within you see that Trixie is standing in front of a cave that has some recency to it. So, I'm not really sure why this is caved in, but it just, it's different from all the rest, so. I was just about to take a a better look at it. Okay. Well, we should all go then. I mean, it's, I I just, I I could help, or I could use your help just looking at it, because I can't, I you know, not great lighting. I will cast uh, dancing lights to right. light us up. Since you are coordinating together to kind of check this place out, I will say that somebody can roll an investigation check with advantage. Who's got the best? Uh, I have a three. See. I think it's the new because it's not me. I got a one. I have one. <laughs> and Asher is the sleuth. Investigation. <laughs> That's a nine. Oh, you said advantage, right? Yeah. Eleven. Sorry, guys. Um, looking at it, you can see that there are several layers of of rock here. Um. And while there isn't any dust drifting, so it's been a little bit, uh, they're still settling. Um, if you want to like dig in a little deeper, you think you might be able to figure out what caused it and even maybe how long ago it happened. I'm going to help. So you're going to sure. dig into it a little bit? Sure. Okay. It's only one of us had a shovel. I'm not. I'm not dinging my shovel on rocks for this. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll a strength check just to see what you can clear out in a amount of time, and then I'll let you know how long it will take you based on your DC. My dice are not happy today. Mine is a thirteen. I rolled okay. an eight, which minus one with my strength modifier is a seven. <laughs> oh. 
Um, I mean, Asher tries to help. Tanzanite, are you helping at all? Yeah. Roll I see him struggle a little. <laughs> you gonna get your hands dirty? I'm gonna give this one more roll, and then I might start digging for different dice. You, you're already a little goo. Away there. You, you did just slaughter some driders. 17. <laughs> so Asher goes to lift a rock and, and, and kind of like just, you know, like when you're lifting wrong, Tanzanite. And it's not like you are some paragon of how to lift things. <laughs> but you did just help, and Asher did too, and other folks help rebuild a section of Overton. And, and try to bring things back into alignment, bringing the pumpkin house in its new form, which isn't the pumpkin house necessarily. Never asked you all about that. Um, <laughs> you uh, you can see that this is something that requires a little bit more basic. Now it's, now it's a gourd. Huh? I said, now it's a gourd. <laughs> now it's a gourd. <laughs> nice. The gourd um, Trixie, Tanzanite, you get these rocks moving Asher assists by moving the smaller stones. The bard who can bring to life giant rocks and chests struggles with basic mechanical properties in this moment, but it's okay because the two of you cleared enough stuff that I believe um, Tanzanite, you have the highest passive perception or actually Trixie and Tanzanite have the same passive perception, I think. No, no, no. I, I remember it's Asher. Asher, unencumbered by the work, you are the first what? person to notice. You spot with your passive 20 perception a bit of cording and a little mechanical contraption, and you realize that this was set off on purpose. This was a trap, but one in which was used to cover an escape rather than to entrap something. It's a trap! <laughs> what do you do when, he, when Asher says it's a trap? <laughs> but, but it, but it, it, I back up. I put my hands. Yeah. Well, what? what? I just wanted to... Tanzanite just freezes. I'm back. Oh, wait. Uh, sorry. It's already set off. But if you look over here, there's... Like, somebody collapsed it on purpose. I think there's they're trying to block the tunnel. I take a tiny little pebble and I throw it at him. <laughs> Dude. I feel like that just, that just like, it's that moment of a monk where you just picked up a tiny little pebble and you flicked it. <laughs> and now Asher only has one eye. No. Asher and I. Actually, no, I'm not going to do that to you. <laughs> I was going to be like, Asher, roll for eyes. Uh, so as you are. If it's even, you still have two. If it's odd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That would be horrifying. 50-50 chance to still have an eye. <laughs> Um, all right. What are you all doing? Are you going to oh. keep clearing it away or are you going to? I mean, I think if the miners blocked it, we should leave it blocked. Do we know it was them that blocked it? What do I know about like the technology of this trap? Would it be? Roll a history check. Come on, dice. Wakey, wakey. Um, that is a... 23. Oh, yeah, your history is really high. I mm -hmm. always forget that that was like a major character. My role was not, but my history is. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you uh, go to and check out this little piece, you are, 
I mean, you, as a kid, you kind of were without true direction, like formal schooling wise. And there was like this burgeoning mage academy where, where they played with little spells that to you these days are like nothing. You are so much more advanced than anybody who's ever been through that program ever would have been. And you had also spent some time poking around, although neither would really accept you as a student. The um, the other academy, which was much more interested in artifice and, and, and creating things using technologies and trying to reinvent technologies that no longer exist. And as you look at this, you know that this is Underton made, very specifically made by the priesthood of the old religion. So it's safe to say that Tanzanite's mom's folk blocked this tunnel and not the miners. Okay. I'm going to say, well, on second thought, looking at this trap and my deep knowledge of everything. Um, <laughs> Tanzanite rolls her eyes so roll hard you for can hear bravado. it. <laughs> Everybody else roll for psychic damage. No, um, this is actually a because my eyes rolled so far back into my head. <laughs> this is an Undertonian trap. Um, Tanzanite, you might recognize it from your training. Like As he materials. brings look, uh, shows it or points out how it's put together to you, Tanzanite. Um, it's truly apparent, especially now that he's been pointing that pointing this out to you. You see the sigil of the old belief system. But it's been embellished. Run up and just like stop my foot on it. As you crush it, the embellishment is what stays in your eyes the longest because where before there was just a sigil, this carved spider around that sigil is crushed last. And when it's crushed, you kind of feel a little bit of a pulse. Something was released. Ruh-ro. Do we all feel that or? Um, anybody with an arcana higher than plus 10? Uh, or a religion higher than plus 10? Nope, nope. But Tanzanite, you definitely, no matter where your things are, you definitely feel that. Um, so maybe we do want to open it up. I'm going to look at my wrist, which has no watch on it, and try to determine the time because uh, we have to be back for that boat thing. Roll a survival check. <sighs> like, I think Deep we still have a full day, but... Dark cave check. Uh, 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 15. Good. It's verging on early, early pre-dawn. You've been down here a long time, you think. Okay. Well, we can try to open this or we can get some, go get some sleep. I might be able to open this. I mean... If you want to know what's... Hello, is there anyone on the other side of this rock? I just look at people. Why would you do that? Well, if they were enemy of my enemy... Yeah, but we, they were trying to escape. So they're on that side or this side? No, Tanzanite's mother 
and her uh -huh. people dropped this, which means they were running from something on that side. Is that correct? I thought it was the other uh, one. Roll a survival check to see what you can piece together based on all the different things you've learned, and go ahead and do that with advantage. I had an impression that it was the other way around. What, which is this? Uh... Survival. Survival. 25. Uh, with a 25, you are able to kind of like reconstruct the scene. You kind of like tell Asher to go stand in a different place. You, you, you tell Tanzanite to go stand in another place. And as you try to reconstruct the scene of like what it would look like to crash it from this side, you realize that the string is going the wrong way. The line that was snapped is going the wrong way. So whatever did this did it from just the other side of this. Okay. But the trap itself had the spider emblem on it. Right. So. Does that mean there's more of them over there? I. That's what I. I think they were trying to escape the way we're through there, and they were blocking this off. Is this recent? Did they block it from us? I mean, it's it's blocked for sure, it, or it's recent for sure. I mean, when I got down here, the dust was still settling. So I think anybody that was fleeing when when we took on Tanzanite's mom came this way. Hmm. Hmm. So it might behoove us to go this way because anybody who's still involved is probably headed to the boat thing anyways, so. I mean, I'm not super well positioned for another long fight, but if you think we should check it out, we could check it out. Well, I mean, I get... I just, I'm, I'm saying we either fight now or fight later, so we could rest... I think by the time we get back up, we're not going to have time to rest before the ceremony anyways. Hmm. At least not fully. Um, I'm going to say you may beat me up. You may damage all my friends. Sticks and stones do hurt. But I'm going to cast Mass Cure Wounds. At the seventh level. Jesus. I'm really out of spell stuff. <laughs> uh, hang on. That would be... 30 health. God, my healing rolls suck. 30 health. Okay. So everybody's getting 30 hit points back? Yep. And are you pressing forward? I mean, we can sit for a little bit. Would that help? Uh... Well, or you need to sleep, sleep. I mean, I need to sleep, but I'm eventually. also going to touch the other two, and I'm going to do cure wounds at sixth level. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm actually, I'm also fine. So if you have something for yourself that's lesser spell slot, go for it. Okay. I I did really, I did, I was fine in the other one. <laughs> in that case. 
Let's see that. Any instant replay. Into the dark. The timeless trio right. goes. Will they survive? Nobody knows. <laughs> Where is my... I'm going to do some sort of a healing to myself. As soon as I find it. Cure wounds? Yeah. I have mass cure wounds, but ah, not cure wounds. There it is. Wounds. There it is. <laughs> Got it. Okay. All right. Mass cure wounds is better anyways. All right. I got five. All right. You get nine. Um, you... Work a little bit to clear the rest of the rubble well, here, so you can actually get through I'm successfully. Do, I'm going to cast Fabricate, and I'm going to make a like a door shaped hole in the collapse so that we can get through. Yeah, you just as as uh, you cast Fabricate, we just see the rubble actually become a frame for a door and reinforce what would possibly have been a very dangerous passageway, and you have access to deeper into the dark. A door. Oh, Charlie! The secret tunnel. <laughs> oh, I was running through oh, my head God. all of, at the end of last. All right, week. just give me the order you're going down this tunnel in. I don't need to hear this garbage. I'll uh, go first. I'll go first. I think I'm in. The, I'm in the best shape considering. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go second. I mean, I do have yeah. a decent attack cantrip and a gun, so I'm not like totally useless on a fight here. Um, yeah. So I'll go second, just in terms of most health, probably. I think. Tans and I say it like okay. halfish. Yeah, and I can look behind us if need be. Okay. You march down these tunnels, and it it's a bit... Um, I'm going to cast can... the light cantrip on my hat. Okay. Um, Trixie ranging slightly further ahead. Uh, Asher holding at the middle. Tans and I checking the rear as you go. Um, you see, for a long ways, it is a mined tunnel. And then there's a point where it's no longer mind and the air changes, the scent changes. And you, oops, that was my bad, typed in the wrong spot. I need to really quickly. Ah. I don't know what's happening. Got to pull up my search history for the, for like the part that I described <laughs> things here. So you come out of like what looks like a mind space to like the last section of it. It looks like it just crumbled away at some point longer ago than just like a week or so. Like the miners had gotten to a state where they felt like the tunnel was unstable and had properly stopped their excavation. And then in that abandonment, the end crumbled away. And what cr- it crumbled away to was this vast space that just the darkness disappears into more darkness. You don't see reflected light on cave walls in the, in the distance of the space. You see many different subterranean caves and tunnels and what looks like mines. Mines not established by your peoples. And as the dance or the light from Asher's head uh, kind of reflects reflects off the walls, you realize that these aren't the same 
stone type is what you'd been seeing. These are much more like a mica sort of thing where they're iridescent and they're shiny in spots, especially where they are more recently shorn. And then you realize like, as you sit here for even just a moment and, or Trixie, especially you moving forward, there's a faint glow coming from different spots as some bioluminescent things must live down here. Welcome to the Underdark. Ah! Uh, I mean, I guess I, I thought maybe they would like, I, I'm going to look around for tracks and see if I can see any like tracks from where the cave-in ended. Like recent tracks, I guess. Yeah, let's go ahead and hit that survival check again. Um, well, if she looks for tracks, I'm going to look just around us for enemies, I guess. Yes. Unnatural 20. Woo! I keep rolling 11s. It's, <laughs> it's been 11s and... 11s. Uh, 11s and 14s and 15s is pretty much around wow. there. I know, I'm not complaining. No, I did have if we have brunch, can we say we're having 11s? <laughs> Definitely. Only if we start at 11. Mm. Um, you see Trixie a troubling cacophony of tracks you do spot what you have identified before as the the tread of the driders but it is crisscrossed by other things you can see where um, they may have traveled but there's too many branching pathways after that as multiple cavern spaces go. And, and even just getting over there, you realize that the ceiling's going to be low in certain places here. You're going to have to duck, and it's going to be kind of rough getting through to avoid being hitting your head, but even just getting through in general. You can see places where uneven, jagged stones and loose stones definitely obliterate any sort of tracks that might have been there. Um, I think in the process of this, though, you also notice that the fungi in certain areas are what is causing the phosphorescence. You hear the drip of water, occasionally the skittering of insects, and then you hear, oh. Some sort of distant, strange, creepy howl of a subterranean beast. Asher says, well, that doesn't sound like a fun guy. Oh, you take punishment. Uh, <laughs> Asher, Asher falls over dead. <laughs> um, Trixie rolls her eyes in exasperation and blows everybody apart <laughs> with pure eye roll. <laughs> um, well, I don't, I don't think I can find them down here. As you I- say that. You see flickering torches deep down one of the cavern ways. Maybe torches. You hear voices laughing. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what that's about. Do we want to... Do we sneak over and look? I mean, we can try. Tanzanite's just like <laughs> Tanzanite, do you want to wait here? I can try to go look and report back or Trixie can. I think we 
can look, but only a look. Go ahead and roll a group stealth check. <laughs> Is anyone else having a weird case of deja vu? <laughs> Do 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 do. I feel Who like we literally have been in this situation before. Forever. Uh, still. Uh, seventeen. Twenty-five. Eighteen. Hey. Beautiful. What a beautiful moment. You'll die. Um. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you three creep down the tunnel where the laughter came from. And you occasionally hear it again and again as you go. And it's a little bit of a walk for a while, and then you'll hear again the laughter. And it'll have moved away, and the, every once in a while catch glimmers of the torchlight. It'll be another 15 minutes. Half an hour. And then you see through this dark, damp, twisting, rough walls of stone and earth, the ceiling opens up. And there, illuminated by some of the phosphorant fungi that has been gathered in woven baskets. I think the thing that hits you first is the music. And then the flickering of torches within windows. And you note a crude sign. And just under the sign, a large body. Upright. Eyes looking through the passageways very carefully, but not seeming to pick up the three of you in the dark of that underdark. I'm, I, I'm supposing you doused your head. Oh. Yes. I assume if I was stealthing that I would not do it with my head glowing. Yeah. You can see that this, for a surface area, dimly lit subterranean establishment seems to have been carved out of a natural cave, kind of constructed from either rough-hewn stone or carved stone. And there are strange materials holding it up. But you hear music and then the laughter. <laughs> and the next thing that hits you as you sit here in the dark is the thick smell of smoke and then some sort of burnt fungi smell, which Tanzanite you are very familiar with. A wash of a fainter hint of ale. Is this, this, a, is this an underground tavern? I don't know, but if it's food, maybe we can rest here. Maybe. If we slept here for the night, I could teleport us back to the circle in the morning. Or, you know, Whatever afternoon, whenever we wake up. This Slept is for the day. Morning. Yeah. I'm, um, I'll go ask. I'll go ask. Uh, Trixie, are you departing the group and, and going forward? I into think the let's, let's just 
stay together. Well, then let's go. Okay. Okay. I will go out front as the as the face. The three of you trape forward. This large bodied being pokes her head up from underneath the shadow of the sign. Old white eyes greet yours as this blind individual picks you up. Um Before we go, I'm gonna, cast I'm gonna cast comprehend languages on myself. Just FYI, before we okay. go. Okay. Um, and in that common tongue that has been picked up around most of Atland, you hear somebody ask you business or pleasure. Um, a little both. Ah, well, looking to rest for pleasure, but we got here on business. How's that? Um, do you have? Coin. Now, real coin, not that fake paper stuff you surface dwellers use. I have some gems, maybe? Ah, welcome, welcome. Go in and I'll love you. Uh, don't flirt with the barmaids. They'll eat you. Good to know. Uh, hey, did you happen to see any large half-spider people come this way? Uh, seeing as I can't see, No. Okay, did you happen to hear any large eight-legged creatures walk by? Uh, possibly not here, though. Not not that they would come here. We'd eat those folk. Good they make for a tasty treat. Fair enough. But we're not going to get eaten, right? Probably. Ah, oh, no. No, no, no. You are not of the scrumptious variety. Unless, of course, you go... Down a few levels. There are some of those down there that eat those intelligent folk. Um, are those the eight-legged creatures you're talking about? Oh, no, those don't come down here at all, because we would likely die killing them. I mean, they would die. I, I would die. I don't know. Well, But overall, this is a safe place to rest for eight hours. Overall? Uh, most of the creepy crawlies don't like the the smell of the phosphorescence, you know, like old clean fungi and old clean fungi. And he's joint, gesturing to the ba- to the um, uh, baskets of fungi that are illuminating the space and naming them random names that all have the words like old, funky, clean, pure, citrus. <laughs> Citronella fungi, is that what's going on here? Um, okay, well, thank you for your help. Are you all going in? Yep. Yeah, um, moving past him, there's a, a large stone plate-like structure that looks like it's used in times of problems to roll in front of the entryway to block off entrance, and you can see that multiple of those are placed at every little orifice that has kind of created the atmosphere of there being windows, but windows aren't really necessary in a place like this. But they do let in a sense of, of bigger spaces. And as you move into the, the, the space, you can see that there are several individuals, um, strange creatures, some that you've not seen before. Um, an elephantine-looking individual, uh, folk who look a bit like Tanzanite, but just a little 
darker of skin or lighter of skin, um, if that's possible. You see um, kind of like all of the stories that you may have heard growing up about people who still lived underground, like what you heard the stories of Underton before the arrival of the folk of Overton, drawing out the Underton people, is kind of here in this space. There's a, a sense that these folks have probably never been on the surface. Okay. Is there like there, a, a desk or a... There is a ridiculously shaped bar that looks like at some point it might have been a mushroom, but then got petrified over time and is serving as a place where someone is slinging some drinks and chatting up locals. If you can call locals who live in a cave in the deep, dark underground, several hours from the surface, maybe oh, even good. at least half a day or more hanging out locals. Hello. Ah, ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. You are not going to survive here. <laughs> well, you might be surprised. Oh. Well, we can keep you alive for a little bit longer. <laughs> drinks, food, death. Uh, we would love drinks, food, no death, and a place to sleep for part of a day. Oh, well. Uh, no, no, no death. <laughs> I'm going to dig into okay. my bag and pull out like a handful of gems. Like assorted uh, gems. Their face just changes affect and they drop the ridiculous laughter. Oh, you're serious? Yeah. Oh. Well, I guess we won't be keeping you as a trophy. Okay. Uh, a wonderful uh, room? Rooms? Um, I think a single room would be good, just so we can stick together. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Good, good, good planning. Good planning. Um, you don't want to be, and then they kind of look around in trouble. Uh, yes, yes, uh, the rooms, the rooms, this way, this way. And they kind of gesture to behind them as they like, gather up some sort of weird, strange contraption in their hand and they pass it to you and if anybody's ever seen it's an iPhone no, just serious old school <laughs> computer cards like where you punched out pieces of them yeah. to make them operate this is like that it's like a little stone that has had carved out with a little boring drill different sequences of things mm -hmm. okay uh, slide that into your uh, you're you're four levels down. Uh, don't go six levels down. That's exits into the city. This is our only surface entrance. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, can we get some food and drink to go with us? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So what what did you what? Did, uh, we have um, what do your feet people eat? Uh, plants. Oh. Animals, uh, potatoes, potatoes. That's below ground. 
I mean, it's uh, only sunlight to grow potatoes. Oh. Tubers? Well, um, tubers. Tubers. Uh, okay. Well, we have a delicious spread of crickets and beetles. Um, we have the, 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 the blind fish. Uh, we have some... Uh, uh, we have a jujube and the maypop fruit. Uh, you said vegetables. Ah, and we have a uh, uh, fresh giant spider meat. And he pulls a leg that is not the leg of a drider. <laughs> but it is a very bright red leg. And it looks like at some point, it might have been a different color, but the cooking process turned it red like a lobster does. Ah. Uh. Can we just get like a tray with a little of everything and we'll figure out what we like? Ah, sampler, sampler, sampler. <laughs> just uh, hold tight. And they turn and, and while you're standing there, they go about prepping things themselves. There's nobody else to prep. Um, all of the food looks like it's been pre-cooked and they're just chopping it up for your party. Um, as you're saying, you're seeing other folks in the space. Um, do you want me to describe any of that? What are, what are you, while you're waiting for your food and... I'm just, I, I would like to just kind of like put my back to the bar. I'm assuming I can't put my arms up on the bar. I'm probably too short. So I'm just going to lean up against the bar and just observe if anybody's observing us a little too closely. Uh, a little too closely. Can you describe what that means to you? Because this is a place where people are different. I mean, I would say, you know, the difference between. <laughs> A little too closely. Um, I would say the difference between like staring at someone because they're not from here to like any sense of hostility behind it or un um, like unwelcomeness kind of thing rather than just like curiosity. Kind of Could thing. I have you roll you an intelligence check? And then I might have you roll insight, depending on where you get. Okay. The intelligence check is a 14. Okay. Great. I will have you roll insight. Okay. And that, not so good. Uh, that's, but that's also a 14 because I have a plus okay. to my insight. I'll give you a description first. You see what is ostensibly drow or um, of Tanzanite's folk moon elf type people of various tones interacting with each other engaging with each other speaking to each other and those folk for the most part are just ignoring your group they probably get up to the surface a little bit more often than anybody else does they may even be people from underton who left underton when in the early days generations ago or that left underton because you see a lot of these folks are much older than tanzanites people have ever allowed themselves to get these may be people who ran away to save their own lives or to save their relatives' lives. Hmm. You also see some folk who look similar to the folk you met at Mary Bell's Delves. Mary Bell. The Delve. The Delve. You know, that place, the Delve. Uh, except that they just look a little bit more gruff and surly. Um, you also see uh, some small. Uh, folk that look very similar to the, the woman you just had met, um, but they 
These ones just seem a little bit more uh, darker, a little bit more into themselves, but there's only a smattering of those folks. All of these people are people that you could have seen someone similar on the surface at some point. And they don't draw your attention and neither do they seem to be attending to you. The weird thing is, is that there is a group of these fish-like beings who they must be somewhat amphibious because you can see gills. They never look at you, but you feel their attention on you nonetheless. So not not like Bonnie. Not like, like Bonnie. Bonnie. Not at all like Bonnie. Whereas Bonnie is lithe and, and suited for light waters. They don't have eyes. Oh. That's why they're not looking at you. And then there's one individual over in the corner, and you're absolutely certain that they're watching everyone. And but you can not just see me. some little tentacles okay. hanging out just below a hooded cowl. A hooded cowl, that's redundant, but you know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> Maybe it's double hooded. Possibly. <laughs> It's a hood liner. and hood. Yeah, it has, it has like it has like a nice fluffy liner. <laughs> Overall, you get the sense that this space that you're in right now is some sort of neutral territory for a whole bunch of folk. You see things that you're familiar with from above ground taverns where like merchants might gather with bills of sale and offers for different things listed. They're not written as you're used to, though. They seem to be beaten on sheets of tin, and the language is raised, possibly for those who cannot see to be able to understand. Mm. Well, it seems safe enough. So I think we're okay here for the night. Okay. Uh, in fairly short order, unless anybody has anything else that they wanted to check out in this space. Mm. You're able to make your way to your room. Um, Asher, it takes you a moment of fumbling with this strange contraption to get it put in right. Once you get it in, put it in right, then you can turn the handle. Alan Turing would be proud of me for figuring it out. Totally. <laughs> totally. It's the Turing key. <laughs> And you open up the, the door and it feels like some ancient tech that you've, you feel like you've seen before, Asher. But this is like a recreation or iterations on recreation. You've been into spaces where heavy, heavy doors like this had to be spun in certain ways to get them to open up. This one's simpler, but it's still got that same heaviness and the door scrapes open. You pull the key from it and you scrape the door closed again behind your group and you are in what looks like a nice little resting space. Uh, two beds, fairly large in size uh, relative to the overall space and a cozy looking carpet that looks like it's made of the same bioluminescent moss. Even as you step into the carpet, it lights up the room. 
once you see all the corners. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm going to like crouch down and just kind of like under the moss. Like it's actually beautiful as you do that. As you splay out, you're this dark red color. You're, you're dark, dark. And now you can tell dark, dark red little creature that's been around your neck also splays out. And the moss lights up as you move and then it slowly fades as your body leaves pressure with it. There's this beautiful <laughs> little light show going on as your monk friend swims on a carpet made of moss. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to like, oh, I have an idea. And I like go up to my knees and I like take off my pack and I like throw it over. And then I gently take my uh, new friend and I just uh, put them far enough away. And then I flip over on my back and I just start making it like... <laughs> Doing this, <laughs> making moss and angels. thus the first cave moss bioluminescent <laughs> moss angels come to exist in the world of Atland. Is this like the whole floor covered in that, or just a big circular patch right in the middle? Okay, I'm gonna start setting up my bedroll. Like you guys can have the beds. No, no, no. I'm I'm good here. I immediately go and like kind of crumble and roll onto one of the beds. I'm gonna eat some foods. Yes. Like sample the sampler. So as Asher eats, Trixie eats, Tanzanite, are you eating? I'm gonna throw some fruit at Tanzanite. Not at her, but like to her. Like near her on the bed. Like Depending on what the fruit is, she'll do that like angry girl. Yep. Just grab what she wants. Shoes <laughs> away what she doesn't. Grabs what she wants. I think of everybody, you are the most familiar with the foods underground. Um, there's none of the like really rich things you might be more used to. These feel like traveler type foods. Foods meant for on the go sort of things. You You've seen these same pieces though thrown into stews soups and sauces so you are able to pick out your favorites and have some delicious things i don't know if you would be interested in any of the crickets beetles or ants but you definitely get um a nice sampling going on trixie asher you see that there are roasted crickets fried beetles um, ants ground into a flower and then turn into little patties not that you can tell that they're ants and that's it but except for the occasional leg you know yeah (laughs) It's like munching on it. Asher's like munching on a cricket, like. And the true treat, the thing that tastes the most delicious, is that leg of spider, which got chopped up into pieces. It's kind of like a meaty churro. It crunches, but then it's got a delicious sausagey sort of pungency and deliciousness that's just a little different. Um, I'm going to take a little bit of like the fish. And then the the bugs, and I'm going to bring them over back to my little friend, and I'm just going to be like, are you, do you, do you want? It has one of the crickets in its mouth so fast. Okay. And you hear in your head, not bad. I'm like eating some spider, and I'm like, hey, Trixie, how come birds don't live this deep underground? <sighs> <laughs> How come? They feel like it would become quite a bird den. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take a beetle and I'm going to ping it at him. I'm going to try to catch it in my mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Roll a dexterity Roll saving it. throw, Asher. 
Uh, Trixie, what were you aiming at? Saving oh, his, throw? his forehead. Okay. Uh, 19. Okay. He catches it. It's annoying. Me. Hmm? Me. Oh. Not him. Oh, oh, Me. Okay. okay. Okay, okay, okay. I go back and I, I put the fish back and I get... And I take half of what's left in terms of like the crickets and beetles and I like save that for Asher and then I take the rest and I, I bring them back and I go um, or in my head I'm like do you have a do you have a name? Mm-hmm. 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 That's your name? I think you, mm-hmm. I think it means you get to name it. You can't hear this. It's in my head. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Never mind then. As you both are mumbling to each other in your head, uh, Tanzanite and Asher, Tanzanite slowly eating some food. Asher, you're eating some food. You just watch this like kind of like stare down between this green eyed, dark, dark, maroonish red uh, miniature dragon looking thing. Um, I'd be like, hey, little dragon guy, I'm going to throw a beetle in here. It totally grabs it out of the air. You do. You do. You do. In your head, Trixie. What? What are you you saying? You do. You do? And it's doing this like little snaking thing with his head, staring at you. It wants you to throw. Oh, me do. Oh, okay. See, I'm still waiting for the name. I thought maybe there's your name. Okay, okay, okay. You need. Ready? 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 And I toss it. How hard, how, how, was it a toss to the little thing or was it? Yeah, yeah, it was. So not a difficult, yeah, easily yeah. catches it. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then I'm going to take one and I'm going to like throw it sideways. I'm going to go, go get it. Um, you see it race over. It totally biffs. It hits the side of the uh. bed, spins around <laughs> the, the foot of the, the, the bed, comes back and then just gnaws down on it like a, a puppy missing its treat and then not even noticing that it just bashed itself into something, but is already like gnawing on this little beetle. <laughs> you do. You do. All right. I'm going to just take the rest of them and I'm just going to go. And as <gasps> I do that. spins around in circles (laughs) trying to grab misses all of them they all fall down and as soon as they're all on the ground it just stares at you again you do (sighs) I pick them all up and before I do it I turn to Tanzanite I'm like I don't know how you did this but thank you you're welcome um and I'll go back Do-do. to throwing them. Okay. 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 okay we need to. I want to lean Do-do. over to Asher and be like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> you do. Okay. <laughs> you do. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say, say, please. I'm going to like gesture at her shadows and be like, I don't really know what any of them are. So. Hmm? Uh, roll a persuasion check. Me? <laughs> yep. Ooh. Ooh. At 21. Whoa. Please. <laughs> okay. I'm going to. Okay. This is the last one. And then they're all gone. Okay. Okay. You please. 
I don't have any more. They're all gone. It starts investigating you, just like sniffing all around. And then it burps and you get this stinky little bug burp. Mm. Well, at least I guess you're, you're, you're full. For now. You okay? Kind of nestles its little neck right onto you as you're sitting there on the ground. Thank you for your help earlier. <laughs> you almost fell. It you almost, almost fell. It would have been funny. But then you would have gone smush, and then I'd be sad. Yep, basically. We should sleep now. You we should die. rest. Hopefully not anytime soon. You're squishy. You'd bounce back. Sometimes. Asher's like over on the squishy, bed. Like, it's doing the biscuits on your side. <laughs> I'm Asher. just going to curl up right there. Use my tail as a... Uh, Tucking in. Yeah. Like, All essentially, right. I'm going to hug my tail and then it can curl up, like, between me and my tail. Y'all going to sleep? Yep. Anzonite is sprawling out on her bed. <laughs> uh, the night takes you all. Uh, Trixie, can I just get you to roll a wisdom saving throw? Oh, dear. Ooh. Or no, charisma saving throw. Sorry. Oh, okay. Oh. Also scary. Okay. Uh, charisma save. Ooh. That's right. All of my saves are really great. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, that is a, and a natural 20. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 un, un, unnatural. Sorry. I'm, I think that's why you say dirty 20, because there's no mistake. <laughs> you wake up a couple of times through the night to realize that this small creature has rearranged itself. And occasionally parts of your body are asleep when that happens, but... Nothing untoward ever happens. And you all wake up, unless anybody has anything that you want to say. Um, well rested from a long rest. Long. Um, as Trixie has moved throughout the night, you may have woken up a little bit because every time she moves, the room lights up a little bit. <laughs> Here it is. I feel like Asher did the... the- <laughs> Put the hat down over his eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe the first time that Trixie rolled over and the rug lit up, he just like moved his hat down over his eyes. Okay. All right. Look, I have spell slots. <laughs> Me too. The, you believe that you've slept for eight hours? You do not have really much clue about what's going on on the surface at this point. Or what time it is. Because underground. <laughs> underground. Um, do we want to... Is there room in here for me to cast the teleportation circle in this room? Like uh, yeah. Yeah. There, There is definitely room. You don't have to make the circle huge. Um, but like keeping within the confines of your room, asking your friends to stay on the beds while you draw out the the chalk okay. yeah i'm gonna leave like some gems because i never paid for anything i'm gonna leave some gems like on the table or like on the bed or something just to pay for it so we don't have a bad reputation 
if we come back. And then um, I'm going to draw a circle on the floor. And yeah, so please stand, please stay on the beds. I have to, I need all the floor space. Uh, Amazing. Sure. Tanzania? Yeah. Trixie? I may have had hit a slight lag spike, so I didn't know. We're here. What's We're interesting here. is this is a one minute cast spell, but I feel like to draw it probably takes 10 or 15 minutes. So, mm-hmm. um, drawing out your circle, putting out your components, setting yourself up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, talk amongst yourselves if you like. Um, I'm gonna um, kind of beckon to my my little friend, um, and um, I'm gonna like see if I can have it perch on my hand, and I'm gonna turn to Tanzanite and be like, I think, I think I'm gonna name it Emmy. Emmy. Mm-hmm. Short for emerald because of its eyes. Oh, I really like that. Trixie, roll a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. (laughs) What did I do? Wait, hold on. This is, this is going to be their, their dice. So I'm assuming it's related to them. Uh, Dex save. That is a 23. Yeah. With a 23, you dodge as it kind of goes in for like a, a a nibble bite of some (laughs) sort. You don't know if it would have been a, those teeth look really sharp. Would that have been comfortable or not? You dodge aside from it, and then it just curls up and scampers up your, your arm to your neck and then nestles its little head, kind of giving that it just tried to bite at you a little close to the throat area. <laughs> uh, is that is that, Does that work? Emmy. Emmy? Okay. All right. Emmy it is. All right. Emmy. Ooh. Finishing touch and like look over and like finishing touch. Okay, I think I got it. The spell. Is I'll cast. say, uh, can you build again? Ain't done this from underground. I'm sure it is fine. Rolling a Kana saving throw. No, you're fine. <laughs> uh, the the portal is open for only these moments that you all know that it takes for you to get through. On the other side, the light of a setting sun through the filtered gap of the interior space where the portal is in Canyonville. All four of you step out into that space and through (laughs) almost long slits that have been seen. You can see the sun is setting. Okay. Uh, and we, I look at the invitation. Was, yeah, I was going to say, what was the time on the invitation in comparison to sunset? You, looking at the invitation, you can understand from what they've described that sunset was probably the earliest they expected folk to arrive. Okay. You know that it'll probably take you a half an hour to get over there. You still have your disguises on. I don't. Asher went into his regular clothes. Oh, okay. Well, the, the other two, you still have your disguises on, and like even looking at the, the the invitation, I think was enough for you to recall that this was meant to be a discreet mission. So how you handle that is up to you all. Does the invitation imply it's like some sort of like black tie thing, or is like being dressed as workers okay? Do we have that any? Sense um, I feel like at this point, at least Trixie, if not the rest of you, have done this before. 
like you've gone to um to airship launches uh just in general let me pull that back up um so while it's not black tie as we would describe it it is definitely a thing where there is a ceremony to it there is there are there are preparations that they probably already underwent uh there's generally an introduction of guests there's maybe a master of ceremonies uh not announcing everybody who comes but announcing the distinguished guests um there's probably some speeches given by the folk who designed and constructed it or they might be political um they could be informative or just inspirational so you've you've kind of seen that sort of zone of things in the past um, sometimes there's some style of like, a, a, I'm going to quote it as ribbon cutting. Um, they still haven't really figured out what it means to launch a airship. Like, should we bash it with a bottle of booze? <laughs> that hasn't been done yet, but they're, they're coming up with and developing the ceremonies around this. Um, I think like just based on especially Trixie and Asher, your knowledge of the industrial workings of the industrial military complex, so to speak, although it's not really a complex yet, it's getting, it is ramp, it has been ramping up, that there would be um, some sort of ceremonies with that. There'll probably be a launch of it so that everybody gets to enjoy it being launched and then a return and then an opportunity to tour the airship for all the guests. Um, Um, so we're probably going to need disguises. I don't, do you think like the worker disguises are okay? I guess it depends on if we're trying to, you know, make an entrance or not. Um, I think we, the mission that Fawn originally sent me was, um, to, I'm not entirely sure why, but to do this kind of on the down low. So, but we could also just go with ourselves. Well, if she says to go on the down low, maybe we just stay in our disguises we already have on. Okay. Um, Yeah, we need to find Mortimer Blackwood and learn about the Shadow Heart. Because the Shadow Heart could. Mortimer's partner Adelaide used to work for the Shadow Assembly, which is who Phantom works for, who got us these invitations. And um, Adelaide thinks that the Shadow Heart like did something to Mortimer, possessed him, or cast some kind of magic on him. So I think that we need to find and take the Shadow Heart and maybe help Mortimer if we can. That's what we're doing. And that'll be here. I took notes that day. (laughs) I was impressed. I was like reading my notes going like, check, check, check. Um, Yeah. So um, I'm going to give them each their invitation. Uh, Let's just head over there, I guess, and see if we can find different um, costumes or for lack of a better word on the way. And if not, we'll just go in as workers. And I'll say mumble jumbo and put my like worker car back on. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good idea. 
And then I'm gonna peek out the door again from the portal room, see if it's those same two guards working. Um, it is not the same two guards. It's another set of guards. Both of them look over. Oh, oh, more, more people. Okay. I'm gonna say, okay. yeah, we're here for the airship ceremony. Yeah, I, I, I thought that it was just, uh, just uh, that crazy little guy's people who could come through. But yeah, um, apparently, welcome. welcome. Crazy little guy, like the. Yeah, yeah, guy. he came with, through with the uh, smelly people and the the, uh, the 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 tall people and the huggy people. <laughs> the smelly oh, people. The huggy people. Yeah, we know them. Yeah. Okay, uh, we're gonna go. Uh, thanks. Great. Yeah, Doing he has great. to go back three times. You, 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 you. He said he couldn't bring everybody, but oh. Well, yeah. well you're, hey, you guys are doing a great job. Yeah, don't. Nothing's ever happened, so we don't really know what to do here. <laughs> okay. Welcome to Canyonville. Thank you. <laughs> you can tell, like, Canyonville has deprioritized this thing so hardcore because nobody can come through here, really, except for a certain select group. They don't even know what it's for at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, they have the orders. They don't know why they're doing it. That doesn't help that the, the two of the three guests are that lived here are dead, so... Yeah, it's definitely become very low priority. The security on this side is super low. Not that it's super high on the other end either in in Overton or even in, uh, well, it's probably a little bit higher security in Mary Bell, Delph's, Mary Beard's, Bears, Buggers, Delph, the Delph. <laughs> Never naming anything ever again. Okay. I am going to, well, technically you did not name that. No, technically I didn't. Technically, an explorer named it in real life, and I just adapted it horribly. (laughs) Stupid Antarctica. All right. Um, Stupid. So yeah, I'm gonna head across town. I'm pretty sure I know like how to get to the shipyard, so I'm just gonna head that way. If we see Uh, like a clothing shop or anything on the way by, maybe we'll do that. Otherwise, I think I'm going with hugs, not bugs, as my. Yeah, I mean you actually do know um you you know the the one of you saw the market the other market that was there the not the workers market, but there was like a market that i think it was trixie didn't approach or i don't know one of y'all yeah it was when i followed um the person out of uh the falling yeah rock uh Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I followed the one that went invisible, they disappeared into a really busy market. Yeah, so that that market is uh, still there. It's a a space with lots of vendors going on. It the smells of delicious foods being cooked as the sun's last little rays come through. You can see some places are packing up, but uh, you see a shop that seems to be dealing in higher end gear. Um, they they're ushering out a well dressed couple. Um, it looks like uh, actually um, roll a perception check. Anybody who would like to. Anybody who'd like to know who walked out. Twelve. Twenty six. <laughs> I am distracted by all the food smells. Best food smell, and somebody is using maple syrup. On something that smells fatty and delicious. 15. Oh, 
Okay, so Asher, I think, is the only one who picks this up. The very well-dressed couple that is departing the space is an undead lich lord that you know and one of the witches that they had consorted with. They are also going to this ceremony. Picked up some last-minute clothes. What are the names on our invitations? Like, who is, what are, do we have identities that were associated with? I would love for you all to decide what the names are in there, because this is just, like, manufactured. I feel like you should be able to choose what identities are on this, because it's more fun that way. Okay. Um. Shapri. 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 Okay, Tanzanite is... <laughs> I need to write down that write that down. All right, Shapri and <laughs> Hidden. Hidden. Last name stuff. Hidden stuff. H I T T I N. Hidden stuff. Mm-hmm. Hidden stuff. Shapri. And um, oh, I'm so bad at names on the spot. What um, about Presto Changeo? <laughs> Preston. I'm still mad I didn't think of Presto Changeo for my armor. I wanted to armor. say it, but I didn't want to like. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry I didn't say it. I had Should've. the thought. Damn it! I, I didn't want to step on your toes. It's your your deal. Um, let's see. Let's say Lord Byron. Okay. <laughs> As your favorite ancient poet. <laughs> you are well able. <laughs> you are well able to collect your stuff mm, and. Get yourselves together. Um, get its minimal cost to your vast amounts of wealth to make these purchases. Um, uh, changing into these gear. You, also, you Asher watch... doesn't purchase anything because he can. Yeah, um, the shop proprietor kind of gives you all the eye as you come in, but as you show money, they quickly change. I have all this money. I just... Ah, let's get us. Yeah. Let's get you ready for your ball, yeah. so to speak. Although apparently it's just a Pretty woman launching ceremony. The they didn't invite me. Apparently they invite everyone else but me. And you just—they're just mumbling the whole time as they like <laughs> find gear for you all to be dressed up. Uh, Does the shopkeeper recognize us? Um, no, they don't. Ourselves to recostume ourselves. Okay. They don't get anything out of y'all. Okay. <laughs> Terrible um, role. I was also thinking I have my disguise kit so I could do some disguisey stuff like yeah to us so we're not so obviously ourselves even though we're like dressed up in more normal clothing now. I will have you roll a so you're a proficient in the disguise kit, right? Uh tools. Yes, you are. Yes. So what I would like you to do is Wait, no. Dice, forgery, hand drum, 
loot. Okay, so no. In that case, I just need you to roll a sleight of hand check to see, like, well, not sleight. I think it's just a regular old dexterity check to see how good you are at getting these adjustments going on. Um, I'd be extremely curious how you would make me look less like myself. Twenty-three. Well, they did. <laughs> I'm gonna um, change your color. Uh, I think dye uh, your hair. Um, You're everywhere it's visible. You're a black squirrel now. I or think. What's, what's a good? What other squirrels are there? Gray squirrel. You could be a gray squirrel now. Do you know that barber's powder that they use when somebody has like a light patch that they kind of flake on by shaking it on? It's like I just baby powdered all your fur till it was gray. You're, you're you you've kind of Trixie. Your fur was sleek and slick, but this stuff gives fullness and volume. And you are a different color, but you're fluffy. <laughs> so fluffy, I could die. You just might. <laughs> uh, tanzanite, the makeup. Could I put effect. a beard on Tanzanite? Hmm? Could I put a beard on Tanzanite? Nobody will You start to, and I feel it, and I go, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then we're going to put a wig on you, and uh, we're going to do makeup to change your pasty-ass skin tone. <laughs> look like you actually got some sun once in your life. I look over at her and I go, sucks, don't it? <laughs> and then I will put a beard on myself. Reaccoutred. Uh Definitely add to your inventories, uh, Tanzanite and Trixie, that you have fine clothes. <coughs> and you all head over um, to the launch. Um, it's that same warehouse you were in before. Uh, the security has changed. The space has been fully cleared out. That central desk area that you've seen before has been transformed into an impromptu bar. It looks like all of the various equipment and materials that had been there have been stowed away somewhere else, stored temporarily for this event. Um, There are people wandering everywhere. No one checks you as you enter except to collect the invitations. And while it feels like security's high, it's not where you might, Trixie, especially feel like it should be for an important launching event like this. Uh, could I have everybody roll a wisdom saving throw? Yep. <coughs> I think it's a wisdom saving throw. Let me double check this just in case. Mm-hmm. Used a lucky point. I look, I get dragon feared and turn around and run away or some shit. Um, Sixteen. Oh, I will re- recant that it's a charisma saving throw. Oh, well then I don't need a lucky point. I'll go with my first roll. <laughs> um oh, nine. Twenty-one. Okay. Uh fourteen. Awesome. Asher, you see someone you're familiar with coming up to greet you. It it looks like your mother. <laughs> and she comes towards Oh, welcome, welcome, and your name is My name is Lord Byron, lovely to meet you. 
Lord Byron, it's lovely to meet you as well. And you feel this wash of energy come through and you shove it aside, unaffected. Uh, and your companions. Oh, yes, this is my compatriot, Shapri, and my other compatriots, <laughs> Hidden Stuff. Uh, Shapri, you, you say, and they look direct, this, this woman looks directly at you, Tanzanite. Yes. As you try to say yes, you say no. You are unable to say yes as you try. Uh, excuse me. You are not Shapri. I'm going to lean in. Ah. I'm like, hang on. Um, excuse me, ma'am. Please come closer. We're like, mom, it's me. We're doing some shit. Stop. And casting spells on us. I'm not casting it. Then who is? You should know. Ah, we'll tell him to stop. He's probably setting out an alarm right now. You should probably tell him quickly. Where is he? I don't know. You all have the things that you do. Shabri, darling. Um, send a spell in Nia or message to Nia and tell him that it's us. Or he's going to call the guards. I just close my eyes, touch my forehead, and go, thinking of Nia, and I go, it's us, it's us. You get back. The hell? Where we got a, we got an intruder. Are you here? I'm just gonna like go like this and wave my hands like this so you can see us. Um, let's see what. Oh. <laughs> Trixie, you yeah. receive a message in your head. I need verification about three idiots. Who have too much power and not enough sense. Please tell me you're here and I'm not going to have to send a whole bunch of people to kill three strangers. Talking to my future wife. We are here. On a secret mission. That's all we can say. For now. Please don't sick the guards on us. See you. Okay, bye. <laughs> and and then I'll stop doing this. I'll be like, oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> your, your mother, under her breath, says, "Did you not think we should probably be?" clued into stuff? What's going on? Do we need to be worried? Are problems happening? Um, could you point out Mortimer Blackwood to me? Uh, certainly, Lord Byron. Byron. Uh, your Mortimer Blackwood and Adelaide engineer and renowned Canyonville residents are uh, just over yonder. And she just says it very grandiosely, like not playing in exactly well, but you got some of your charm from her. So it's not entirely 
feigned. But for the three of you who know her better, especially for you, Asher, who knows her as well as you do, it doesn't seem like solid acting. She got caught off guard. Like, well, thank you for your assistance, my lady. Hi, mommy. <laughs> the three of you are all party to the, the, this the byplay, but uh, it doesn't seem like many other people around you are so much as even glance. Um, it isn't too long before, as the three of you make your way along, you see a smaller figure hustle over to Asher's mom, to Molly, and just whisper to her and get into a conference as the two of them talk. And you see the individual that you were gestured to as being Moso Blackwood. All right. Um, I guess we should go talk to this guy. Definitely. Um, hang on. Trying to find my oh there it is. I know I have Zone of Truth somewhere. <laughs> um, for Zone of Truth, do you cast that in, is it an area? Yeah, uh, it's a sixty foot um, of ah range to hit, and it's a fifteen foot area. Okay. Um, knee was using Molly as the greeter to. Provide security of a sort. Okay. As I'm walking up to them, I'm going to mutter to myself, did you know lying can make newborn puppies cry? Try telling the truth. I'm going to cast uh, Zone of Truth around us and over Blackwood and Adelaide. Yeah. You easily do that. Let me really quickly ask you what the charisma save is on that. Uh, 20. Charisma 20. Jesus. Wow. Okay, well. Go ahead, lie to me. <laughs> You see, let me see this. You see that Lord, uh, the the uh, the individual you're going after, Blackwood, uh, Blackthorn, Black. What is his name? Blackwood. 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 I was saying it right, and I convinced myself that I was wrong. Uh, is not successful at evading your spell. You do see that Adelaide is successful at evading your spell and immediately begins scanning the room and locks eyes with you and nods lightly with a kind of a questioning look. I'll just go. And give her like a... <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll call it Thieves' Scant. <laughs> the beginnings <laughs> of Thieves' Scant in that one. <laughs> Say, oh hello! Uh, and uh, are, are they for you, uh, Miss, my love? Uh, they say Adelaide is the engineer, or they both yes. Are? Adelaide is the engineer, at least how they were described. Sorry. Say, I hear that you are largely responsible for this wonderful piece of engineering before us. Uh, sweetie, you are responsible for this as well, and. You hear it, Adelaide. Well, conceptualization, my dear. And you can, you, because your spell is still active. They're just aware of it. Adelaide's just aware of it. You can feel that she's avoiding directly answering him. Okay. And you can feel that like skirting around the boundaries. 
Oh, well, that's quite impressive. Uh, and as he kind of like that guttural throat cleansing happens, he just seems to ignore Adelaide immediately. His attention is taken by the airship. Uh, excuse my partner. He's under some stress recently that we would like to find a way to alleviate. And she says the last really quietly, so quietly that you're pretty sure that Blackwood does not hear it. I'll say, um, I understand. Um, you know, I have some experience in stress relief. My name is Lord Byron, and I am a, uh, Ashford realizes just now he invented nothing else for his cover beyond the name. <laughs> I am a practicer of the psychological arts. Perhaps I could assist your partner. Wouldn't that be lovely, my dear lord? And I would like everybody to roll a perception check. Uh, <laughs> uh, dirty 20. Cool. 28. Ooh. <laughs> Holy cow. I rolled a 19. <laughs> okay. What'd you get, Tanzanite? 24. Holy mackerel, you people. <laughs> um, so, Trixie, I think you catch something... Um, that the other two don't catch. The individuals who are dressed as crew people for the airship that are just waiting for the opportunity to board the ship and then do the practice launch and everything like that, two of them can't seem to keep their eyes off Blackthorn. The rest of them are just patiently waiting, occasionally conversing with those who approach them. Um, but two of them can't seem to keep their eyes off of Blackthorn. Um, Tanzanite, I think you notice that someone is tracing what looks like the type of sigils that Asher has used before. And they're, they're, they're far enough away that it just seems like maybe they're just doodling. That That's a new thing lately is magical doodling. But... Why are they magically doodling here and now? And it sets you into a little bit of a space of just consideration and concern. Um, and then you notice what they're doodling on. And I think, Asher, this is also what you notice. Not necessarily the doodler, but you notice that there is a group of um, stone creatures. And Trixie, you also notice this as well. There's a group of stone creatures carved that have been added to the room since the last time you were in here all of like less than 24 hours ago or actually it was probably 24 hours ago now yeah 24 <laughs> hours ago um can i move a little closer to the stone figures just to inspect to get, inspect slash investigate, investigate them <laughs> and, and um, sure <laughs> 
As I'm, you move, I'm specifically looking at like the surface of the stone for markings. As you move closer to them, you see a glow start to arise. As that glow starts to arise, the same time, the two that you clocked that were paying a little bit too much of attention to Lord Blackthorn begin darting in his direction, leaving their group. I'm blinking back to him. You blink back. And with that, we are going to end tonight's session. <laughs> and come back in next time with a fun round of intensive uh, initiative-based what you gonna do to fix this situation moments. <laughs> Thank you for all for watching. Probability of demise. Please like, subscribe, bell, ding ling ling All the things. And come back next week. Please ding ling the ding-dings. Ding-a-ling, right. a dong dong All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye. 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 Oh, I'm making you do this for longer. Bye.